You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. This is episode 66 and I'm your host Kelly Martin. To begin this episode, I wanted to say a huge thank you to those listeners who contacted me after I asked for feedback on episode 65, what if your inability to receive is from past trauma. As you may know, I was considering taking a long sabbatical from doing this podcast mainly because with podcasting it can be really hard to know whether anyone is listening without feedback and also I had to balance out the time involved in creating the podcast versus how many listeners were enjoying the episodes. So thank you so much for getting in touch and sharing your support with me. I really appreciate it. And anyone else who wants to share feedback on any of my episodes, you can email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com. And I also am very open to dedicating a podcast episode to any issues that you may be having and talking through it on the episode. So any questions, ask away. I'd love to start doing a combined episode where I discuss a topic and then take your questions and answer them in the second half of the podcast. It's also great to trigger conversation and to understand what you are all needing to know the most about in your lives right now. So now on to today's episode. Are you scared to accept your wounds? Now we all have wounds in many ways. The ego, the mind is perpetually in a wounded place when it reacts to the world around us and it makes us feel deeply triggered. The ego does have its place. It makes sure we tend to the day-to-day living requirements, getting out of bed in the morning, brushing our teeth, etc., But the problem comes when we have wounds that we are not prepared to face or avoid for one reason or another. In my past, I avoided my own wounds and triggers by being an intensive binge drinker. And I'm talking about alcohol. For around eight to nine years, 
And in my late teens to early 20s, I lived in a culture in the north of the UK where to be part of the, the tribal system, to feel a sense of belonging, meant drinking a lot of alcohol. And as an introvert, someone who had zero self-esteem back then and someone who found communicating difficult, alcohol set my inhibitions free. I was a different person. I sounded more confident. I talked to people I wouldn't normally talk to. But I also did things that were not wise, were unhealthy and over the long term, merely increased my low self-esteem. My wounds were papered over by alcohol, and when the guilt, shame and embarrassment arose the day after drinking, I papered over that pain and further wounding with food, cakes, chocolate, anything that felt comforting, and also with television. It may feel easy to distract from wounds and triggers, but like anything swept under the carpet, eventually it gets bigger and can run how we make choices in life. Now, later, my wounds were covered up with positive thinking. I would try to fixate on the positive to the detriment of the negative thinking I could just erase all my pain away if I just stayed positive. And I spent a lengthy period of time projecting, believing that if I could just fix, save, rescue or judge others, I would not have to face my own demons coming to the surface for loving acceptance. And let's not forget the 30 plus years of people pleasing. Thinking that if I just pleased others, they would like me, want to spend time with me, instead of facing the underlying feeling of not feeling good enough or lacking in value. There comes a time in our lives when we start facing those wounds. In the beginning, we may do it in small ways, just becoming aware through journaling or joining courses or classes to help us understand more of who we are. But in the beginning, we tend not to want to go into the deep stuff. In fact, we can't. In the beginning, we can only remove the layers that bury the deeper core wounding. And this is a very important part of the process. We can't discover how to let go of the feeling of low self-esteem or not feeling good enough without first understanding the patterns and behaviour we put in place to protect us from that pain. The removing of the layers often happens when we are ready to discover what is holding us back, and what protections we are ready to let go of now. And when those deeply buried wounds from the past come to the surface, they come to the surface for a reason. 
They are now ready and available to be healed. But sometimes part of this wounding is discovering that masked beneath our fear of failure, our fear of rejection, our fear of loss is the exact opposite. Instead, we may fear success. We fear acceptance and love and we fear intimacy and true life connection with other human beings. As I mentioned in my previous episode on life roles, even a strong feeling of independence, for example, can be an avoidance and self-protection method. We may feel we are really good at taking care of ourselves, but we are also not letting other people in. So we fiercely protect our independence, but we also may be blocking true connection and intimacy with others. Facing this deep vulnerability can be hard. It's accepting that we have these fears, these wounds and triggers It takes not only commitment, but also discipline to come back time and time again from a more loving place to embrace what arises. Allowing this vulnerability enables the loving spirit of life to help bring a sense of caring and love into the wounds. And this helps dissolve the layers and protections that we put in place to stay safe, even if the safety is an illusion. But the walls we put up to protect us block the good as well as the perceived bad stuff too. Facing our wounds, be it alone through journaling or meditation or through the help of a good therapist, can be enlightening. When we are no longer hiding from ourselves or other people, we can then find a greater self-acceptance and allow healing to take place. From here, we can come to others from a more whole place and be an empowering example of healthy authenticity in the world. The fact is that with our own wounds, we may think that other people are out to get us, especially when we are triggered. But the fact is, those other people have as many wounds as we do. And most people are trying to just manage and live life with their own wounds and pain and are too busy trying to feel safe behind their own layers of self-protection. This doesn't stop us being triggered, it just means many wounded people are triggering one another until one person takes the chance on embracing their own pain. And we then do this as a collective humanity. The struggles and the wars of this world will be no longer necessary. But it's not our job to heal ourselves to stop war This shouldn't be the reason to find acceptance. Instead, it is our job to feel and to release the inner war 
and come to a place of acceptance for us. The outer changes in our lives are merely icing on the cake. And when we start to accept what is coming up to be faced, life triggers us less. If something in life works out, we feel acceptance. If something in life doesn't work out, we also feel acceptance. Nothing can stop that inner peace that was always there beneath the layers of wounds. So if you're feeling stuck right now and wondering what wounds you may have, the questions you can ask about your own wounding are, is there anything you are doing in your life right now that is distracting you from feeling pain? Really consider this. And do you have any or are there any secondary benefits to remaining where you are in life? Even if where you are feels painful, stuck or stressful, are there any benefits to this? And you'll be amazed that you will probably find there are benefits to feeling stuck, maybe feeling in having problems with finances, relationships, health. And what is stopping you from accepting your wounds right now? Is it possible that your fears are more about the opposite of those fears than the actual fears themselves? For example, if you fear that you will always be sad or depressed, is it possible that you are scared of joy or peace? And why would that be so? These are ways you can become aware of your wounding. It will help you to stop it growing and festering further. By questioning and becoming aware, you can help those wounds be healed and you'll no longer be so triggered in the world. And this, all of this, it all begins with feeling. Truly feeling. It's not an intellectual exercise. Now, the mystic teacher Osho, he gave a very little, little, not tool, but an idea that you can do in your day. And he said, just for 24 hours, try it. Total acceptance. Whatsoever happens. Someone insults you, accept it. Don't react and see what happens. Suddenly you will feel an energy flowing in you that you have not felt before. And while this might sound really hard to do, it could be a really good exercise to try. I hope this has helped you and thanks for listening to another episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. Please email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com if you have a question in life that you are struggling with and I will dedicate a half podcast episode to you. Your name will be kept confidential from listeners. And also, if you enjoy this episode, be sure to pop over to kellymartinspeaks.co.uk. Visit the podcast page and if you feel inspired, donate me a cup of coffee or more via the donation link. 
Many thanks everyone. Until next time. Bye for now. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.